0: This week on the podcast, I wrestle on a real silly show outside of a burger joint, literally outside in their parking lot. Also, I wrestle in two churches for two other shows. Plus, my mom tries to figure out what Green Mist is. Enjoy the show.
1: This is The Art of Wrestling with professional wrestler Colt Cabana.
0: Doing? Come on in, sit down, relax. You're about to listen to The Art of Wrestling, a professional wrestling podcast. It's a life podcast. It's a personal journal. Ten your way into the minds and souls, the hearts, and the lives of people involved in the world of professional wrestling. I am your host. My name is Colt Cabana. I'm an actor. I'm a podcaster. I'm a churchgoer. Most importantly, though, I am a professional wrestler, and I am sitting here live in my studio apartment in Chicago, Illinois. Before I go any further, this is fan-support and listen-supported podcast supported by people just like you. We give it to you free of charge every single Thursday. ColtCommander.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast from. A couple great ways that you can support, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes just like PL as 11 did. Email your address and I'll send you out a free autograph. Other ways to support? Social media, spread the word, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. The best way that you can support, though, ColtMerch.com, digitalcult.com t-shirts, buttons, pictures, posters, DVDs, a children's book, micro-brawlers, and much, much more. Great ways to support coldmerch.com, digitalcult.com. And it just doesn't stop for me. It's honestly, it has been crazy. I got home from the UK. I had one day off and I went right to Orlando to film a commercial. Now it will come out eventually. I think it's for only social media. So I have a feeling I have seen this company's commercials a million times before uh, any kind of YouTube video. So patience is a virtue. I don't want to get in trouble again like I did with Modelo, ooh, they gave me a lashing. I was at their conference as the Modelo man. Everyone was taking pictures, so I tweeted it out. I was like, hey, I guess this is the new gig, and they were like, take that down immediately. And I thought they were gonna, like, sue me and shit. So taking no more chances, I will say this, went down to Universal Studios to film it, stayed in Universal Studios to have a good time, which I did, it was cute, way better than Disney. When I was going through the Simpsons area, for anyone who's been to Universal Studios Orlando, I just remembered American Gladiators was filmed there. Oh, I wish this was 25 years ago, but it's not. While walking through the Simpsons Park, I just had the biggest smile on my face the whole time, and I like caught myself just like ear-to-ear grins. And I probably haven't watched the Simpsons in 10 years, but oh, the Simpsons, right? Can't go wrong with that. So, basically, three days down in Orlando, no sleep, just work, and then Friday morning, flew to Cleveland, Ohio, to wrestle for the infamous AIW, Absolute Intense Wrestling, and as I got to the building... I noticed a different kind of setup. Promoter John Thorne told me that Matt Justice had a hand in this difference maker, so I thought I would ask him about it. I've noticed a little bit of a change to the get up here. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, we got a, uh, I would say ECW style ramp straight to the ring. I know a lot of people go old school WCW, but I'm ECW. That's what I grew up on, ramp to the ring and ECW.
0: Ramp to the ring, Bigelow, Taz, right through it. Mm -hmm. I, I heard you made this.
2: Yeah, this is something I've had for years, actually. Is that right? I used to run some shows, and it was uh, in my brother's garage. And uh, did you make it? Yeah, I made it. How do you make this? Well, the structure of it underneath is actually metal, like almost like scaffolding, like you'd use for construction. And then the platforms are just like basic, you know, two by four frame with plywood. So
0: and you just put it all together in your garage. Yeah, Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, in my driveway one day, I was just out there building the ECW ramp at, like, 2 in the morning. <laughs> and, then, and then once uh, I got—because I've been talking to Thorne about it for years, even before I came back to AIW. I'm like, yo, if you ever want to use this ramp, I think it would be sweet for, like, Absolution. But then last year, we just talked about it too late. And this year, we were able to put it together for Absolution. And, and uh, I think he was kind of on the fence about it, but then once he saw it, now he's just, like, permanent— Big show setup. I'm impressed. I, it's nothing I could do. Oh, thank you very much.
0: Man. You're welcome. <laughs> the reason I had Matt on the podcast was just to kind of show you the spirit that goes into these independent wrestling shows. Kevin Matthews over at WrestlePro. I think we've talked about it on this podcast with him. I mean, him and his dad built the whole entrance. And even going back to IWA Mid-South, just everyone would kind of play their part. There was a guy named Home Depot Mike. He worked at Home Depot. He was the Home Depot hookup. That's the spirit of the independence. And I thought it was just nice for you, the listeners, to hear just uh, who makes this stuff. It's not a company. It's just the wrestlers or the wrestlers' friends or, or somebody. Somebody's got to make it. And speaking of making it, Nick Gage made it to Cleveland, made it out of jail twice, and was at the merch table right next to me. So thought I'd catch up with Nick. Here's Nick.
1: How far of a drive for you today? Uh, I've saved about Eight hours. Who's in the crew? Uh, the same crew, man. Uh, it's me, you, and uh, Tracy Williams, man. Hot sauce. Let's say you and I are in a car. What, 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 what are we bringing up? What are your, what are you thinking about these days? What are the hot topics? Hot topics. Ah, oh, good question, man. Uh, you know, uh, I, you know, I'm diverse. I talk a little music. You know, I, I definitely talk a lot of wrestling. You know, a lot of sports. I'm a sports guy. Are you a sports guy. I'm a sports guy. So. That's pretty my three main things I talk about. What about stocks, you in stocks? No, but I would love to be in stocks. <laughs> Anything that revolves around money, I would love to be a part of. Um, I just never never taught any uh, stock business, you know what I mean? So, Well, I'll tell you what, when I was like 12 years old, my mom's boyfriend tried to teach me stocks and steel, but he was a fucking loser anyway. I think he was just trying to act like he was smarter than he was. That's the only time I really had stock talk with somebody.
0: You're the type of person who probably grew up very quickly or yes. You had to you had to grow up quickly.
1: Well, you have to grow up quickly. You know, you got a single mom who's who's working her ass off, and and you got an older brother who wants to beat the shit out of you all the time. So you got to grow up quick. You know, and I I got a job when I was like fifteen years old, and I just start working. You know, by the time I was seventeen, I was training for wrestling. So. You like coming down here to Cleveland? I love Cleveland, man uh, I always say it's like my second home You know, to GCW I fucking love this place I love Cleveland And, you know they, this...
0: They've welcomed you pretty well here I
1: think Yes yeah. You know, it's weird uh, Cold Everywhere I go these days, man Everyone's just welcome With open arms And fucking cheering me on and shit And I don't know I'm still still confused by it Still uh, overwhelmed by it But it's fucking awesome, man It really is Just try to stay Stay positive, man Anything negative Happens to your life There's always an out to it It's not the end of the world you know You always find Some type of Way of getting out Of situations Instead of just Harping on them and, and you know Me and you both Know what I've been through You know I did this podcast Before and we talked About that And, and when you're Putting up situations You can either Give up And quit Or you can just Fucking learn Off the situation Survive and keep Moving on And I feel like That's what I'm Doing right now man. I don't know man Everything's just Going good for me Right now man I'm off papers Which means I know you guys Ain't fucking That's prison talk that means that I am not on parole. I have nobody looking over me. Right. Nobody can throw me back in there besides myself. So that's an awesome feeling too. And I don't have no man behind me. That I can go do whatever the hell I want to do, which is awesome. So,
0: including some uh, hardcore wrestling and some
1: regular. Wow, well, I always did hardcore wrestling. I fucking love deathmatch wrestling. But tell me
0: some of the upcoming hardcore wrestlers I got to be on the lookout for.
1: Ooh, oh, you got G Raver. I don't even know if these guys are upcoming, but these guys are just a match away of saying, "Listen, this is what I am." Who's that? We got G Raver, we got Eric Ryan, we got Marcus Crane, and we got Schlack. Is Schlack, okay with my people? Schlack was okay with your people. Um, I feel like that situation was blown out of proportion. Um, no, seriously, Cole. Between me and you, as 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 man to man, I know Schlack, and and I don't get down like that. I'm not a racist guy, and I don't believe in any of that shit because. I know a lot of people in different skin colors and everything that are pieces of shit. and also know guys with different skin colors are awesome people. Okay. And he knows I don't get down like that, and I've never seen anything like that out of shellac at all. So I, I think he's a good dude. I think people need to give him a chance and, and, and sit down and talk to him right. and see what he's really about, and then you'll understand, oh, okay, this guy is just misunderstood. I'll be on the lookout. Yeah, you should, cold. Yeah, I've never been on a show and with him listen, before. Listen, and if you have any problems and you don't feel some type of way, then let him be known. Let him know it done and done yeah done and done.
0: he tells it like it is nick gage yeah that schlack guy i mean there was some things on the internet about some uh ss paraphernalia tattoos or something about it but he's right i've never met the guy might be the sweetest dude there might be a story to it that i don't know maybe one day uh we'll be on the same show and he'll he'll tell me a story so thou shall not judgeth until thou meeteth or something else i remember my very third show ever Whitewater, Wisconsin, NAWF, Rock and Randy booked me for it. I was in an eight-man tag, and on the other side was one of the uh eight ball or chains, not really sure which one. One of the DOA. And I was 19 at the time. This was a grown man and definitely had SS tattoos on him, visible, that I could see. Now at this point in my career. I didn't tell anybody I was Jewish. I kind of kept it to myself, probably for reasons like this. I just felt that wrestling wasn't as open as it is now, and I didn't feel comfortable entering this weird world of wrestling, just kind of parading my Judaism, thinking that it could set me back, or something worse, you know? I don't know. I was kind of a sheltered kid. One time, I went to baseball camp in Missouri, and someone asked me where my horns were, and I think ever since then, I was like, ah, I'm gonna keep this to myself. But I I think... We're living in different times. I think wrestling is a safer place and it's getting safer year by year. And that's why I have no problem preaching my Judaism. Not that I'm really that religious at all, but it's nice to see others preaching their things. And hopefully if someone's keeping something in, they will see that the waters are a little bit nicer and they'll able to express whatever they need to express. Like having a disability, that would be one. And speaking of disabled wrestlers, my friend Hornswoggle and I. We're sitting downstairs. I was getting changed in the locker room. He was getting changed too. And before I get into this, somebody does interrupt, and it is Nick Gage. He wanted to be on the podcast more, so who am I to
4: take this man off of the podcast? Gimmicks were down tonight. Gimmicks, were, gimmicks, <laughs> gimmicks weren't gimmicks. Gimmicks were there tonight. Ultimo Dragon and uh, the 666s took our gimmicks. Uh, man, I mean, you, you
0: know my theory of, like, I just need a honky-tonk man gimmick, and you are the honky-tonk
4: man gimmick. Yeah, but as I've talked to you, Because we're the, if there's one guy I go to, and I'm sure everyone does, they go to you about merch table stuff. I'm not a gimmick guy here because, A, I'm here a lot, we're in Cleveland, AIW. B, I'm not, it's a very smart crowd. I'll get the Horse Cave, Kentucky crowd. They'll buy everything. Is that a town? Yes. Horse Cave, Kentucky? Horse Cave, Kentucky. When I saw it on on, on the old booking sheet, I, Given to you by the office? No, yeah, by the office of Dylan Postley. <laughs> I l- was blown away. And then I went there, and it was it's top five indie, indie experiences. Really? Just fun. It's real to them still, and that's what makes it fun for me. Ob- you, were, you were the king down there. Yeah. I, obviously, I'm not going to go out there and do 75 neck bumps and... So holds and this, I'm going to bite an ass and tweak a nipple and that's it. Give him a stunner or a splash and pay window. But... That's what they want. They want to see the entertaining stuff because they don't, I don't know if it's that they don't know the other world
1: or what,
0: but it's they know WWE. Just imagine someone went in like ricochet and someone went in
1: there and just started I'm cutting this podcast off because I fucking want this man right here. Give me that match promoters. You hear me? Give me the fucking match. I want horse swagger one on one.
4: He's, He's not kidding. This is something he says to me every time he sees me and I really want to do it. It's something I really want to do I'm a deathmatch guy Like I'm not, not, not like doing them But I'm a huge deathmatch fan So doing that would be awesome I think you should take this match To, uh, to Kentucky To Horse game. To Horse game. It's uh Oh like you That said, would really blow their mind Yeah the <laughs> You said the Ricochet thing I don't know if They would react to it Like if that kind of thing It's 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 uh, a weird fuck. What is this, the circus? Yes,
5: exactly.
4: I came here for some punching and kicking. <laughs> punching, kicking, and stunners, not flippy-doos. Uh, you had an interesting night, and I really hope that you tell that in the intro to this, because tonight was one of my favorite nights I've seen you. A, because it was really entertaining, and B, because it flustered you so much. You making me tell the story? In the intro. Or yeah, maybe I'll tell it after this. Perfect. But uh, it, was, it was one of my favorite moments I've been, a, I've been li- there live for, for, me, for you. Watching me do it in the ring and thinking it was part of the show. 100% I thought, this is the greatest thing he's ever called. Oh my God. You got me. You hooked me. You hooked me like a big fat fish. <laughs> you kind of look like a big fat fish. I know. <laughs> I'm a hell of a swimmer. Hell of a swimmer. Are you really? Yeah, for my size, hell of a swimmer. Tadpoles splash don't can't, don't do it anymore it's like jimmy snooker bad knees brother bad knees. second rope second rope successful rolls uh it pays a little less maybe the bottom rope yeah
0: and that was uh, another
4: fun night for
0: aiw put in the books and if you're counting at home we do it at mount carmel lady of church wrestling something like that some church place in cleveland I think it's a Catholic elementary school, maybe. But if you look on my Instagram, there's a guy who always posts pictures of me and some kind of church type picture in the background. It's the second time he's done it. And it's the second time I've posted it to Instagram because I think it's hilarious. Oh, the story. All right. Before I get into going to Hazleton, myself and Tim Donst were wrestling all on the outside. We were brawling for probably a minute. And then I just stopped and I yelled at the referee. I said, hey, why aren't you counting? And that got a good laugh. Everyone got a good laugh out of that. And they started giving the referee some shit. So then we get into the ringside area, but I haven't gotten in the ring yet. And the referee finally starts counting and it becomes kind of a bit within the match. And then I'm like, oh, you know what I'll do? I'll wait until right before 10 and then I'll throw Tim Donston the ring and that will break the counts. and we'll all have a laugh. Well, I did that. And then the ref is like, 10 count out, ring the bell. And then I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know the rules of professional wrestling. <laughs> and I was so embarrassed. Like, I thought that would break the count. I've been doing this for a long time. I just, because you don't really see that, right? You you never see the person who's on offense not getting in the ring. So, like, that's, I don't think that's ever been, I don't think that's ever finished a match before. Maybe it has, but Someone who's in control, rolling a person in, and then that person getting counted out uh, is new to me, and uh, it was a countout. I lost, and luckily we restarted the match, and everybody, I think, in the building and in the back thought that's what was supposed to happen, but it was not. And um, maybe that's a good sign of a professional that I rolled with it like it was supposed to happen, even got some appreciation for how good it was, but nope. It was me being super embarrassed that I don't know the rules of professional wrestling and uh, only on the independents. So that's that's your little story. And it moves right into another weird story that happens the very next morning as I'm going to my next show. Well, this was a first for me as I flew from Cleveland to Jersey. And then my the ticket I got said I was flying from Jersey to Allentown, Pennsylvania. But I went to go in, and then we got on a bus. And I was like, all right, I guess we're taking this bus to the plane. No, nope. we were taking the bus to Allentown. <laughs> and so United just, uh, i don't. He, the guy, he was pretending to fly a plane. He was talking like he was flying a plane. But he was just, we drove on a bus on the highway via United. Dropped us off at the terminal. That's never happened. This is one of those lonely weekends where I have three shows. I'm kind of doing it all by myself. Three shows in three different places. I'm not with a crew. I'm just bouncing back and forth. So today I I, I hopped the bus to Allentown. I feel a little bit like a superstar in the sense that The promoter got me a hotel and a rental car from driving, which usually isn't the case. And a lot of people ask for that, and I don't necessarily ask for that. But sometimes you can feel out when people are like... And that's like a good thing of a promoter, and I don't want to make this be like, aha, I got him for a rental car. Like, No, he should. That's how it should work. But independent wrestling, you always kind of just assume the worst. So uh, with PPW, it was nice. He was like, oh, we'll just you could just fly in Allentown and you can get a car and I'll pay you back and I was like oh that's amazing and that's when I really feel like I I've made it that's isn't that that's, that's when I feel I've made it when the when the promoter's like I'll get you the $35 rental car and I'm like whoa this guy's just got money to throw around $35 so I'm I'm going to go into the hotel and sleep for a bit we are in uh, Bumblefuck Pennsylvania <laughs> I had to drive in here and, and as I got here, I was like, well, it's a very small town. I don't know if it's a bad town, but it's, it looks like a run-down town. You could put it that way, run-down. Do you think it's Is it bad?
3: It's bad. It's on the news all the time. Is Look, it really? Yeah, shoot, shootings, stabbings, drug arrests, you name it. So what are, and, so, and, and wrestling? And wrestling, but we're in a church, so it's okay. It's like vampires. They, they can't come in the church. So we're safe in here.
0: <laughs> I, I was looking around. You know, like, I've been doing some nicer indies, and then I see this place, and it takes me back to, like, some solid early-day independent shows. Just this venue. I don't know if you want to help describe it a little for us.
3: It's uh, it's like a mini arena. It's like a basketball court, but it has the normal basketball stands, but it has an upper level, like an upper deck, like the cheap seats. But it does look like it's from, like, the 50s, though, right? Yeah. It,
0: it does. It does have that 1950s. And there's like banners. I see a banner for Two Italian Guys Pizza. There's like local banners around here
3: for the shows. There, there's a crucifix above the one backboard there. Do they do they know about my kind? I don't know. I don't see any uh, Star of David's around, which, yeah. which which I'd be quite offended if I was you, honestly. We'll have to talk to somebody about this. A higher power. <laughs> Whichever one you choose. I'm looking lately. I go to Buddha. Matches my physique at this point.
0: Yeah, you have a fun little Buddha look going on.
3: I'm, uh, I'm all into that now.
0: And you're not wrestling tonight, are you?
3: No, I'm referee. Guy, Bubba's match with with Evander. Ah, I'm surprised he's wrestling. Who, Bubba? Yeah. I don't know. He is, I guess. Still got it in the tank. He still got it. I don't.
0: <laughs> not me. Beat to shit. So. While they're doing it. That was Mikey Whiprack, and I think he looked great. He is a little round these days, but he looks great. And if you're in that area up in uh, Pennsylvania there, he just opened a wrestling school. It's called Underdogs. You can find him on Twitter, at School Underdog. How could you not get trained by Mikey Whipwreck? He trained Ryder. He trained Hawkins. He trained Tony Nese, Amazing Red, Trent Beretta, Jay Lethal, and so many more. Hazleton. I wrestled a guy named Sam Adams. The wrestler, not the beer. It was fun. I mean, like I described it while talking to Mikey, it just had a fun, old school, independent vibe to it. I really enjoyed myself. Jerry Lynn was there and a whole cast and crew of others. But it all led to the very next afternoon. Now, how did I get to East Greenwich, Rhode Island? I took the bus again, (laughs) took the bus back to Newark and then flew to Boston. And it all led to this. This was the road to the sandwiches. Feast sandwich shop right outside in the parking lot. Drew Cordero is the promoter of Beyond Wrestling, and he explains how this all came about.
5: Uh, Beyond Wrestling presents Feast Championship Wrestling at Feast Sandwich Company on Main Street in East Greenwich, Rhode Island. I was just telling Jerry from Powerbomb, uh, we did a shoot up the road at the Armory where we normally run our Beyond Wrestling events for the Championship Melt food truck with Rolling Stone in May. And I didn't eat all day And so I sent somebody to run and grab food And I'd always heard about this place I never came to it And when they came back they were like Oh, you know that place has like wrestling figures And wrestling stuff on the wall And like the thought kind of entered my mind I forgot about it But the food was awesome So later that week I wanted to come back And I had my Beyond Wrestling hoodie on And uh, the owner just happened to be the one working I, didn't, I, I had never met him up until that point And he said Oh, do you, do you know local wrestling? And I said, uh, yeah I, I followed pretty closely I actually run Beyond Wrestling And uh, we Started a conversation And the idea Has manifested today Where we're going to be Running a live Professional wrestling event In the parking lot uh, Outdoors Right on Main Street Rich right now Is
0: uh, in the ring Getting the people To come into the ring This is on the It is on Main Street It's literally on the main road So people driving around Will all see A wrestling show happening
5: Yeah I mean We moved the ring truck Which is doubling As a locker room right now I don't really know What to make of it I don't know That anybody involved Knows what to make of it But It's just one of those Cool like only in pro wrestling type of things, I feel.
0: That's. I think that's what this podcast is, is only in pro wrestling. So uh, this is a perfect match. And uh, and by match, I don't mean the wrestling match. A match of uh, what this is and what this is. So this should be fun. Thanks. And it was. It was the celebration of the odd, the celebration of the wacky. It was all kind of silly matches on the card. I wrestled Orange Cassidy and it. He held on to and drank a beer the whole match until the end when I knocked it out and fucking pinned him. Spoiler alert for those of you who are waiting for it to come out on Beyond's amazing YouTube channel, which almost has a million subscribers, which is pretty amazing for indie wrestling standards. I don't think they get enough credit for that. Horn wrestled Shockwave the Robot. I was gonna get Shockwave the Robot on the podcast, but it would just be a, a robot, and he protects the gimmicks, so didn't get him on. Massage Envy was there, Johnny Cockstrong was there, <laughs> and Puff had a big match against this guy, Dick Justice. Apparently there's all silly matches today.
4: Yeah, that's, that's probably why I'm here What's your match? Uh, I am doing wrestling's first ever in the history of wrestling The Donut Match What is a Donut Match? So the Donut Match is basically done like a bull rope match Instead of touching the corners In each corner there are donuts And you have to eat a donut You have to eat four donuts And then you win
0: How have you been practicing or preparing for this match? Eating donuts Okay, that makes a lot of sense Lots of them Yeah, but Puff's pretty donut friendly
4: yeah, that's why I knew I had to kick it into overdrive, you know. Usually I'll do like one, two dozen, but, you know, I had to up it to up it to almost two and a half dozen a day.
0: Well, I believe in you.
4: Yeah, my doctor doesn't. Are you doing a silly match today? No, I'm doing a serious
0: professional wrestling. Uh, well, we already prefaced it with everyone's doing something kind of silly. Damn it. What's your match? It's me and Cheeseburger. And <laughs> <laughs> that's serious? Yeah, we're going to do a lot of... Which for the title. You can't make a joke out of the title. And like Joey Ryan said, it only makes sense at Feast Burgers and Sandwiches that the hero come to wrestle on the show, the man who should be the mascot of Feast Wrestling, Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger's on the show. And spoiler, he's the champion.
5: obviously. A lot of madness today at Feast Championship Wrestling.
0: So I'm excited because I had this guy on my podcast, after he beat Kevin Matthews, and I'm talking about Hot Dog Starks, I said Hot Dog Starks and the Hot Dog and the Cheeseburger would be a great tag team. And then what happened today?
5: Yeah, Hot Dog came and uh, saved my ass. we uh, we, uh, we actually just formed a tag team, Meet on the Mission. We uh, debuted uh, at Peressa Magic.
0: Oh my God, Meet on a Mission. Who's uh, who's Oscar?
5: We might have a guy be Oscar coming up soon. We may we have a, we're in the works of get finding Oscar. Oscar Meyer should be his name.
0: <laughs> thought about that. I just made him laugh so hard on that one. Oscar Mayer will be our will be our Oscar. Un- unbelievable.
5: We right. uh we had our for our debut match. They started playing the music, and I had no idea what the uh, Men of the Mission theme was. So I'm looking at it like, is this me? They're like, yeah, go. That's that's the middle of the Mission thing. I'm like, oh, all right, it's a pretty good song. Well,
0: I'm glad you could uh, participate in the silliness that was uh, Feast uh, Feast Wrestling. That makes sense. Yeah. It's a uh, it's a restaurant. You're a food.
5: Yeah, they gave me a free burger with a uh, pineapple and teriyaki bacon. How was it? Delicious.
0: Have cheese on it? No cheese. That's like eating yourself. That's cannibalism. <laughs> uh,
5: you know, like you know, that's how it is out in the wild sometimes. Like some uh, some animals eat their young. So you know, I'm of I'm of that breed.
0: You know, Wait, you ate that that pineapple burger was your child? Uh, Illegitimate. so us yeah. it's okay. <laughs> Outside in the parking lot. Great food, by the way. I am sitting here, very sunburnt. And I thought I was wrestling on two shows because there was a six o'clock show later in the night. I wasn't. We had no way to get to Boston Logan Airport, so uh, Hornswoggle and I shared an eighty-dollar Uber, which, if you know me, drove us crazy. But we, you know, we split it. And also, I weighed the pros and cons of uh, staying an extra night. But I've I'd been—I'd been gone for so long. It was just time—time time to get back to Chicago and have a couple of days off. And that's what's happening. That's what I'm doing right now. also had time to ask my mom a question. And she watched uh, a video of Tajiri spitting green mist. One of you asks her about it, and she'll answer right after these plugs. And upcoming events. All right, the best way that you can support Colt dot com, Twitter and Instagram at Colt Cabana, Facebook slash AOW Podcast slash Colt Cabana. Each week I'll choose one person who reviews and rates five stars on iTunes and send them a signed show ticket from Japanese promotion DDT. My storytelling podcast pro wrestling fringe plus past archives of this show, old and new, are ad-free on Stitcherpremium.com slash Colt. Use the code Colt, get a free month. Colt Wrestling at gmail.com is my very public email. Maybe a promoter wanna put me on your upcoming show or convention, or even be documented on this very podcast. I have a YouTube channel. I've Throwing up some fun stuff, including an MTV cribs look at my Japanese dojo I stayed at in Japan. Ooh brutal. I also have a website, ColtCabana.com. That's where you can find my P.O. Box. Send me something fun. Upcoming Friday, September 21st, Westbrook, Maine. LimitlessWrestling.com. Saturday, September 22nd, Wyandotte, Michigan. Go BCWA.com. Friday, September 28th, Las Vegas, Nevada. ROHWrestling.com. Tuesday, October 2nd, Ottawa, Canada. Facebook slash C4 Ottawa. Saturday, October 6th, Marion, Indiana, ICW. October 12th and 14th, Baltimore and Philadelphia. Commentary for ROHWrestling.com. Thursday, October 18th, San Diego, Diego, California, at Fist Combat TV. Saturday, October 20th, Des Moines, Iowa, ProWrestlingRevolver.com. Sunday, October 21st, Nashville, Tennessee, NWA70.com. Intro music is by the Ukulele Teacher on YouTube. Outro music by Superfun, Yeah Yeah, Rocket Chip. Podcast cover art and design by Jimmy Lee. Photo by James Muscle White. Big thanks to Matthew Justice, Nick Gage, Mikey Whipwreck, Drew Cordero, Dick Justice, Cheeseburger, Joey Ryan, and Hornswoggle. Thanks to our sponsors, Highspots.com, a VOD service with PWG's Five Dollar Wrestling, Kevin Steen Show, plus AMA knee pads, gear, masks, even a wrestling ring. tees.com they help run Pro Wrestling tees.com, who has a Highspots wrestling ring in their warehouse. That's also where you can buy independent wrestling t-shirts, supporting independent wrestlers directly. All right, hashtag Ask Cabana Mom. Just tweet me at Cole Cabana. Use the hashtag Ask Cabana Mom and ask my mom something you want to know about pro wrestling, and uh, she will answer it this week at Jimmy Dick Butter. That's not a joke. This appropriately named person on Twitter asked my mom, What do you think Green Mist is? And she'll answer right now.
6: Hello, it's Mama Cabana from her studio apartment in chicago illinois well i'm going to answer jimmy dick butter's question in a minute but i'd like to comment on his name very strange i don't know what he does for a living kind of sounds like a porn star to me but i guess he's interested in wrestling the green mist That is the question. Where does it come from? Why is it important to Japanese wrestlers? I really don't know. To me, it could be a capsule with just green coloring, and they bite down on it and spit it out to their opponent. I wouldn't want anybody spitting on me, whether it's food coloring, their saliva, whatever. But I guess in the wrestling world, anything goes. So Mr. Jimmy Dick Butter... I hope I have answered some of what you wanted to know. And I hope to get a better question next week. And so it's Mama. Until next week, I will actually be in my studio apartment in Colorado. But I will report back. So see you then.
0: All right, get those questions going. My mom wants to be challenged. Uh, Oh, I don't know if that's a good challenge or not. But we'll see. We'll see in the future. All right, this has been The Art of Wrestling for Cole Cabana. I'm Cole Cabana. Thanks. Are you ruining this podcast to talk to your fans? I would love to ruin your podcast any chance I get. This is doing it right now.